You're invited. Join Bloomies in the Mosaic District for an art stroll on Saturday, June 18th from 11 a.m. to 2 p.m. and shop one-of-a-kind art by local artists. Pop by with your family and friends to also enjoy Bites by Colada Shop and watch Chalk Riot in action as they paint the sidewalk murals in front of our store. Plus, get store-wide savings during our Buy More, Save More event. See you there. Hello, and welcome to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase with your hosts, Rita and Nell. Hi everyone, and welcome to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase, another episode already, and we're already towards the end of the year, getting closer and closer. So, who are we speaking to today, Rita? Our special guest today is Matt Weston, who is a country music artist as well as an actor. Absolutely. So, again, I know for a fact it's going to be another inspiring interview. As always. As always, we always aim to inspire and empower all of our viewers as well as inspiring and empower ourselves. Um, And this is basically the aim of the show. So, without further ado... I will let you watch the interview. Bye! Today we are speaking to Matt Weston, who is a country music artist and actor. Welcome to Rhyme Entertainment Showcase, Matt. Hi guys, thank you for having me. It's really good to be here. Yeah, pleasure. So you've been acting and singing since you were very young. Can you tell us about your journey growing up and where did your passion start? Well, it's funny. I really didn't start singing until I was in college. I couldn't sing when I was a kid. Uh, It was pretty bad. I I tried out for a middle school uh, play and it was a disaster. They basically just said, I don't think this is for you, you know, thanks for trying out, maybe next year, you know, they were being nice to me. Um, so I, but I was always interested in acting since I was, geez, in probably first or second grade, you know, I was just uh, uh, obsessed with the action stars, you know, like Arnold Schwarzenegger and Sylvester Stallone and yeah. Bruce Lee actually was my favorite when I was in I second was grade. So I just always loved um, film and was always trying to be involved with it. And I, I've been pursuing acting um, and singing now, I would say, for more than a decade because um, I was an engineer for, for a little while. And then I was miserable. You know, I, I lost my job and decided I'm not going back to that. Um, so I ended up pursuing acting and uh, moved to Los Angeles and uh, had an agent and all that stuff. Um uh, But then about a year after that, my father passed away and I moved back to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, where I'm from, where I'm at right now. Um, I was just, as you could imagine, I was devastated. I was lost. I was angry. Just every, every dark thing you could think of, that was what my life felt like. And um, I didn't know what I was going to do, but my father had always encouraged me with my singing because I'd been singing with my a friend's band, my cousin's band for a few years and karaoke, you know, I used to DJ karaoke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I really learned how to sing in college. I taught myself um, by emulating guys like Frank Sinatra 
believe it or not. I sing country music, but Frank Sinatra is the one who taught me how to use my voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but emulating guys like him and, and also like Johnny Cash and Toby Keith, and, yeah. uh, Garth Brooks. Um, so I taught myself how to sing and it quickly became a passion of mine. And when my father passed away, I decided, you know, what better way to honor his legacy than to dedicate an album to him and uh, pursue music like he'd always uh, encouraged. So it really became a huge part of my healing process and gave me a new goal and purpose in life. And now I'm pursuing things that I love, you know, the acting and the singing instead of sitting in a cubicle as an engineer doing paperwork all day. So, you know, that was quite a risk to walk away from that kind of a career. And uh, trust me, it's been a struggle. But my soul just feels happier. You know, my soul feels healthier. So I think I'm on the right path. And here I am talking to you guys. So I must be doing something right now. Absolutely. <laughs> that is definitely the right path for you. Um, yeah, and obviously, you know, there's a lot of our viewers as well that are kind of looking at, well, here I am and could be in that cubicle, not very happy or just, you know, pushing paper and everything. Look, there's more to me. So mm. to hear something like around your journey and how, you know, making that transition, like you said, is not easy. I know this is going to empower our viewers. So this is amazing stuff. Yeah. I mean, what, what um, in terms of your mindset, how did you make that transition to say, okay, um, I am going to do it. I'm going to just step out in faith and go for it. Mm. That was really it right there, what you just said, step out in faith. Uh, I'm a man of faith, you know, uh, born and raised here in Pittsburgh, uh, Christian family, and just I have strong faith, yeah. and I'm proud of it. Um, but it's also guided me throughout my life and given me the courage to do things that I was afraid to do. Um, and I was definitely afraid to do this. But I just felt like in my heart and soul that I had to do this. And, you know, I was afraid to walk away from engineering and, uh, you know, afraid to change course because you never know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. And my family was skeptical at first um, because what are you doing? You have this career you went to school for and all this. But then they saw how happy it made me and they saw that I actually had a little bit of talent, thank God. And um, then they started to support me and they were 100% behind me. And that gave me the extra boost and courage that I needed to go through uh, to go through with it full force. Um, but yeah, there's always going to be that element of fear and I'm kind of an anxious person a little bit. I worry about things a little bit too much, I think. Um, but somehow I think through the tragedy of losing my dad and the feeling of hopelessness and not knowing what I was going to do with my life, um, seeing a little light at the end of the tunnel and some little glimmer of hope and a way to honor him and a way to make him smile really gave me that extra courage and strength to step out in faith and see what happens. Mm -hmm. And um, not only that, I mean, I love this stuff. I love to sing. I love to perform. And uh, it's like instant gratification. So not only was it uh, a new adventure and journey and purpose for my life, it was also fun. Mm -hmm. So I figured, what the heck do I have to lose? And I gave it a shot and I had the right people behind me and the right people beside me, and here we are. You know, I've won a couple awards. Um, I have uh, a new album I'm working on right now, and I've talked with people all over the planet, and it's only been two years since my debut album came out. Yeah. So I really feel like I'm on the right path. Definitely. You know? yeah. <laughs> <It's exciting. laughs> 
Um, so taking back to like going back to where you um, started thinking. So we know that you taught yourself how to sing. So what sort of process did you go through? Was it like I'm going to sing along to this and see how great I sound and gradually build up from there? How did it work? <laughs> um, well, you'd have to ask my neighbors in my dorm room uh, because I was singing in the shower a lot. <laughs> yeah, everybody sounds good in the shower, right? Um, but well, while I was in college, uh, I went to Carnegie Mellon University here in Pittsburgh, and it's a very, very difficult school. Uh, and I double majored in two types of engineering. So you could imagine I was stressed out. Uh, well, music really was an escape for me mentally. Uh, I find my I found myself walking to class or doing whatever every time I'm by myself singing, and it was almost like a release for me. Um, so it was like therapy, you know. Um, but I would just really emulate the guys that I really admired and, and loved their music. Like I said, Frank Sinatra is one of my all-time favorites, and that whole era of music. So I would sit there and try to try to sound as close to them as I could without trying to change my voice. You know, I was just working on how does my vocal, how do my vocal cords work? How does this, how do I make this sound with my voice? And then the more you do it, the stronger those muscles get and the easier it gets. And then you can progress from there. So it was a lot of singing in the shower, singing in the car, um, and singing with, uh, the one group I was with in college. Uh, it was a, it was a Christian group on, on, on the campus. Um, where I just uh, I needed some good friends that I could trust and confide in and grow with, and we would have little services with uh, you know uh, preaching and we would sing and worship and stuff. So uh, and singing in church, just worshiping, um, that was really where I learned until I got into karaoke, and then it really took off. But that was after college, so and that's where it really took off, and I I got a taste of performing in front of people singing and that was addicting so uh it really was step by step and figuring out my voice for myself and then when i started recording uh my producer brian cole gave me some tips you know his vocal coach is actually the same vocal coach that metallica uses you know it's really high-end vocal coach so he gave me some tips that he received from them and uh, it really widened my range uh, quite significantly. Mm. And uh, it seems like every time I step into the recording studio, I get better and better. And uh, that's, I think that's just how it's supposed to work is just mm. keep working on it. So I started from nothing. And um, thanks to Frank Sinatra, I'm almost as famous as him. Almost. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> Not even close. <laughs> that's, that's such an amazing journey and I think again it's more or less it's just showing us that you can actually train yourself to really be good at something even if you are starting from scratch because yeah. people seem to think you must be born with the talent yeah. or that natural creativity but all you do is if yeah. you start with that interest you can build on that and really try and yeah. um, again yeah. those and I didn't start as a child either so yeah. You know, anything's possible if you really try. You know, yeah. if you believe, you got to believe. Yeah, that's right, absolutely. <laughs> so there's hope for me yet. I might be able to yeah. I, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. So, um, in terms of 
the your album can you tell us a bit more about the the tracks on there and the inspiration behind the music the lyrics mm -hmm. yeah well uh, my album is named legacy and i chose the name because i wanted it to be you know in honor of my father who passed away yeah. so legacy just seemed to fit but little did i know that it was starting a new legacy for my own life. Yeah. So, um, and I don't know how I came up with that. It just kind of popped into my head and it was perfect. Um, but the songs um, and just how the whole album flows, I think uh, shows a good, it's a good cross section of who I am as a person. Uh, you know, it, a lot of the music is, well, some of it's romantic, some, you know, a little sexy, some of it's a little edgier. Some of it's a little more masculine and, and in your face, a little more aggressive. Um, but they all have a message that I relate to and that I think other people can relate to, whether it's heartbreak, whether it's um, you're overworked, <laughs> whether it's uh, you're proud of who you are, where you're from, and, and what you stand for. Um, my first single was called Our Redneck of the Woods. And that song really, I think it was the perfect song to choose as my first single from the album because it represents everything that I love about country music, yeah. uh, everything that my father loved about country music. You know, uh, being proud of your where you're from, being uh, uh, you know proud of your country. It's all about helping people and, and, and God, and family, and hard work, standing up for what you believe in, stuff like that. Yeah. And uh, I think that's the heart and soul of what really brought country music into my heart and made me want to pursue country music specifically. Yeah. Uh, because I think it has the best message out there. You know, it's not just all fluff. There's storytelling, yeah. and there's and there's a message behind it. And that, that's what I really gravitated towards with country music. And I think this album captures that. And my dad would have been very proud. I know he's proud. Yeah, um, definitely. I just wish I could share it with him. You know, yeah. what I did. Jeez. Yeah. Maybe someday. <laughs> well, you're still sharing it with yeah. him. Don't worry. Right. He's extremely proud of you. I know that for sure. Okay. So obviously you mentioned that you've um, received some awards. Mm -hmm. um, the one that comes to mind is a 2018 IMEA award. How did that feel being recognized for, you know, your talent and, you know, that honor that you received? That one was probably the most surreal award that I've ever received. Um, I was actually at a friend's wedding when I was notified <laughs> that I won this award and uh, I was already celebrating and this just took it over the top and I never <laughs> expected it, you know. Yeah. I never expected it because here I am right out of the gate. Debut album just came out a few months before that and I won the IMEA, I think it was a male vocalist of the year or country male artist of the year and uh i was like are you kidding me like <laughs> yeah. this quickly things are, are already taking off i couldn't believe it and I, you know i couldn't have been more proud and it was just it really told me that i was doing the right thing yeah. you know because i was i was like brand new to all of this and here i go i have an album out there and i hope somebody likes it and then the next thing you know i'm getting an award 
Yeah. I was like, it, it just gave me peace. I honestly, inside, it gave me so much peace to know that I, you know, I was doing something good and my life was getting better because I was in a really dark place yeah. uh, when I lost my dad. Yeah. So this was a huge boost to me. And then the following year, I won the IMEA uh, album of the year. And I was actually more proud of that one because the focus wasn't on me. It was on the album and the album I did for my father. You know, the album is what meant so much to me. It wasn't so much I'm doing this for look at me, the fame, you know, this and that. It was it all came from the heart and the album being recognized meant so much more to me um, just because of where it came from. And it helped to turn the tragedy into a triumph. Yeah. So, um, I just, yeah, I couldn't be more proud. I don't even remember what the question was. I'm just rambling. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's just like yeah. a lot of memories, you know. I think like what you, you mentioned about um, how the album and the award for that, I think like you said, you were doing it for a purpose in terms of like honoring your father. Yeah. And yes. I think, as you said, it's not about, oh, look at me, look at me. It was about that giving aspect. And I think that's where almost that energy of reward came through because it was more from a, a place of love and yeah. giving. And, and I yes. think that's what was yeah. the reward from it. Absolutely. Mm. Good way to put it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Going off from that, how important is timing when you're going through these stages of, you know, making your dream come true. I'm, I'm, again, just throwing it out there, just as a, you know, it's a bit off topic question, but it seems like, you know, everything is, you know, of course we've got unfortunate things that happen in our lives. And, but, you know, I, I just kind of get this sense that there's certain points here that where you've released something, be it a single or an album, that it's all happened at the right time. Mm -hmm. Did you feel that actually? this is the kind of thing that it felt right to push the album then or, you know, how, what was that essence like the thinking? Yeah. You know what? Uh, every, every so often I think about that and um, because, and then I realize, you know what, it's all about the timing and I'm not in control of it really <laughs> because exactly. uh, I didn't really, and I still, you know, I'm still learning, obviously we all are, but um I don't know all the ins and outs of this business. You know, I just know what I'm trying to do and I know what feels right. And so I usually go with my gut. You know, I take in the information that, you know, that I need from the people that I trust. And then I just go with my gut. And so far it hasn't failed me. And I think a lot of that has to do with, um, honestly, I feel like this has been blessed from the beginning. Yeah. Um, because it's coming from the right place and for the right reasons. And um, I feel like really God has been over this yeah, um, and taking care of it and taking care of me. So it's um, it's really all in God's timing. I, I, I don't mean to preach here. I'm just saying like yeah, that's, that's really what it feels like to me. Yeah. You know, I just kind of go with my gut and where my heart feels is the right way to go and when to do it. So. Yeah, it's all feeling. I don't. Know. <laughs> it might be risky to do it that way. I don't know, but yeah. I, uh, I don't know. I take I take the advice that I need, and then I, I go with my gut. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I think you feel that 
you know, that spiritual push that Lois they've been to that using that intuition thing right now, I think this now is time, time now yeah. to get that higher power and that guidance. So. Yeah, I've always felt that if I if I do what I'm supposed to do, or at least I, I do the best that I can, mm-hmm. I'll end up where I'm supposed to be. Yeah. And yeah. Um, and not that it's all going to be sunshine and rainbows, you know, that's not life. Yeah. Um, but at least I will know that uh, I did it in good faith and um, there's no regrets. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think what springs to mind is there's a saying where it says God's delays are not God's denials. And that's something right. that kind of resonates. Like mm-hmm. I always say yeah. that, you know, you to to me. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, it doesn't mean just because it's not happening right now that it's not going to happen. It is just right. when the time is right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it's funny when you look back and you connect all the dots and you see the big picture, it's like, whoa, yeah. imagine if I had gotten what I wanted at that point, it would have ruined everything. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, that's how life works. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Definitely. So tell us about the acting side of things. What What's happening there at the moment? Uh, well, I was cast as a, a young Johnny Cash in a film called 116 McDougal. Um, that's the address of the Gaslight Cafe in Greenwich Village, New York, um, in the late 50s, early 60s. And the story is about, um, well, the owner of the Gaslight Cafe is from my hometown, actually, and how he protected his artists and writers from the mafia, the, the uh, FBI, local police, local government, because this was the beginning of the counterculture movement uh, in music and writing. Um, Bob Dylan got his start at this place. He was about 18, 19 years old. Um, Woody Guthrie, Peter, Paul, and Mary, a uh, lot, of, lot of iconic people in this film. And their message was considered a threat. Uh, it was counterculture, like the hippie movement, you know, and uh, folk musicians, beat writers. And um, how they changed American history and music history um, from this little cafe in Greenwich Village. And well, when they found out that Johnny Cash would come through there, whenever he was in town, he would make sure he would stop there and play and and hang out with the artists and everybody. Um, I believe that's where he got to know Bob Dylan. Um, And they they were like, well, we have to include Johnny Cash. It's too iconic not to be in the film. So the movie's not about Johnny Cash, but I play a small role, but a big role, you know, mm-hmm. it's an iconic role. Mm-hmm. So I have two songs on the soundtrack and, uh, I guess a few scenes in the film and I can't wait to film it. We're just kind of on hold, because exactly. uh, yeah. of everything that's happening in the world right now. Yeah. Uh, as far as I know, the budget is pretty close to just being ready to go. It's a multi-million dollar film. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, some small little, uh, independent project. This is a, this is a big deal. So, and it really fell into my lap. Um, If I wasn't pursuing acting a decade ago, I wouldn't have this film because uh, a friend of mine who's working in this film suggested me for the role. Amazing. So they called me, they called me and uh, told me about it. And I was like, hmm, just so happens I have a recording of me singing Folsom Prison Blues, Johnny Cash. And I sent it to them. And within an hour, it was unanimous. They, they chose me for the role. I was the only person they even auditioned. Oh, wow. and, uh, and it's just, it really, everything really came full circle then. You know, the music and the acting combined. Wow. And 
oh, I, got, I have goosebumps. <laughs> it's like all the, all the, you know, the worrying and the wondering and the and the dreaming and the hard work and the last decade, it all just seemed to just come together. And uh, it's another uh, sign that I'm doing what I'm supposed to yeah, do, absolutely. you know. And, and uh, I just can't wait to start filming. Hopefully it's very soon. I guess we'll see what happens with this uh, virus, but uh, I don't think we're allowed to film at the moment. So we'll see. Yeah, I think there are some stuff where they are starting to shoot in some areas, mm. but again, it's quite low key, and they're only letting yeah. a certain number on set per, per yeah. day. So, um, but yeah, oh, fingers crossed! Yeah, I can't wait yeah. to watch this movie. Yeah, <laughs> thanks. Yeah, I can't wait to see it, but I get to be in it. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. This sounds like the perfect movie that. Me and Mel would love yeah. to watch it. It's right up yeah. our street. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the whole story is from the mouths of the people that are still alive. They interviewed everybody oh, yeah. that is still around and uh, and got these untold stories of music history and American history straight from the artists themselves. So this is all real history. Yeah. What, what an opportunity. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you must yeah. be so proud of yourself. Being yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> Super I'm excited for you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Oh, actually, one sec. I want to show you something really cool. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two seconds. All right. <laughs> I usually, sorry, I usually don't run away from the camera when I'm in an interview. But uh, I got this as a gift from somebody. Um, it was pretty random. They they ordered this doll and they got the Johnny Cash one by accident. Oh wow. Right? 116 is the number of the doll. 116 McDougal, the movie. Exactly. I was like, really? If that's not a sign, I don't know what is. Yeah. So, and they got this by accident. They sent them the wrong doll. And so here it is. Pretty cool. Synchronicity or what? Yeah, definitely. That needs to be like everywhere you go. When you go on set, you need to bring that with you. Yeah. Yeah, my good luck charm. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> oh, wow. I love it. So, yeah, that gives me goosebumps. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, we just love anything like that because it just, it's a sure sign that it's the, the, order, the, yeah, it's the order of, you know, God, the universe. It's just like, mm -hmm. just, and I, I get the feeling from yourself, you know, obviously within this interview that it is about that, almost that flow process in terms of just being being the singer being the actor being mm -hmm. present where you need to be and mm -hmm. just allowing the energy of life to to happen instead of trying to force it do you do you yeah. get that feeling with with your own life in terms of your career? yeah absolutely um the you know the older i get the more i realize that it's very important to just be yourself and don't don't put on a mask and try and pretend to be somebody you aren't um because first off, I think that's that's almost like blasphemy. You know, that's a waste of life. You were put here, and you're the only you ever, ever. So why are you trying to be somebody else? Yeah. You know, it's. Meanwhile, someone else is probably trying to be you. It's, yeah. It makes no yeah. sense. <laughs> be yourself, and you'll be the best that you can be because nobody else can do it better than you. So, uh, and I don't want to waste that gift of just uh, you know who I am. So I'm true. I try to be true to myself. Yeah. And um, that was actually one of the things that pushed me to leave engineering as a career and pursue things that are more risky, but they're really, um, 
just where my heart is. So uh, I didn't want to look back and think, you know what? I, I never really lived. I just yeah. wanted to live. Yeah. yeah. So this is this is why I'm doing it. Yeah. So inspired. Yeah. Always. Yes. Oh, so so <laughs> Now, thank you for sharing so much of your journey. It's just been so amazing to hear this. Um, so in terms of, so going off of what you've just said, what would be your free tips that you would like to give to our viewers about those who want to kind of make that transition into doing what they love? Mm -hmm. uh, well, first off, and I actually do have a couple things that I usually say when people ask me about this. Uh, first off, be yourself. Mm -hmm. Definitely be true to yourself. Um, I think that that's the foundation because that's uh, that's where that's where, where your creativity is truly from, and uh, yeah, just be true to yourself, and that's where the genuineness comes through, and people can actually relate to that. They appreciate your gen if you're a genuine person. Start off there. Be yourself. Be true to yourself. Next, you got to take some risks. Yeah. You you have to take some risks and put yourself out there. Um, because if I didn't take risks, I'd still be living in a cubicle right now, you know. Um, and, you know, that's where all the uh, reward comes from. High risk, high reward, they say, you know. Um, but it's important to surround yourself with good people. Yeah. People that you trust, people that support you, and people that, um, that you know you can rely on uh, to help get you through the times when you're struggling. And I've been really blessed to have good people behind me. Uh, my girlfriend, my family, my you know, uh, my, my mom, my producer Brian Cole, and everybody at the studio. Um, really, I, none of this would have been possible if I didn't have those people behind me. Yeah. So yeah, if you're true to yourself, you surround yourself with the right people, and you take some risks. Yeah. Anything's possible. Mm. Anything's possible. Yeah, I love it, I love it. Thank you. Yeah. So where can people go to find out more about Matt Weston? follow your music, your acting, and when your film comes out. Yeah. Now's the time to um, <laughs> I'm everywhere. I'm on social media and, you know, uh, Twitter. Um, what's it? Facebook. How did I forget the name of Facebook? It's early over here. It's like 10 a.m. So I'm a little <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, but basically I'm everywhere. Uh, but my, the place you could find everything in one spot is mattweston.com. Okay. Uh, there's links to all of my... Uh, social media on there, my YouTube channel, um, and where you can find my music, like on iTunes and Amazon and Spotify. It's all right there at mattweston.com. Uh, very simple. And there's pictures on there. There's a bio and there's some um, press releases and things like that too. So anything Matt Weston is right there. Perfect. Thank you. Yeah. Great yeah. stuff. Well, thank you so much, mm -hmm. Matt, for being such an inspirational guest on the show. It's been um, just such a good, a great journey to kind yeah. of go into the life of Matt. And again, you know, just again, inspiration. That's the, that's the word. <laughs> it's always the word that goes off the tip of my tongue. So. Yeah, I think it's just yeah, the vibe. And, and like you said, it's being yourself. And, and that's yeah. who you are today. You know, your, that energy has come across in this interview, which is Absolutely. beautiful. So thank you once again. Thank you so much. Because these things like this remind me. Uh, I need to keep doing that because I get caught up in the day-to-day -day grind and sometimes you lose sight of what's really important. So thank you guys for having me. Hi everyone, welcome back. Now, 
Were you inspired or were you inspired? What were we? Inspired, like, exactly. wow. Wow. Um, I don't even think it was just inspired. No, there I was, think There it was, was an just, energy, there was... We couldn't explain, it was just so... It was flowing, it was uh, high energy, high spirited, yeah, yeah. and I think definitely it's just something that if you're unaware of how to make those steps to make it happen... Whether you've got an interest in something or you're just saying, oh, actually, I wouldn't mind trying a bit of this, that or the other. Why not just go just in it. and just learn about it and do yeah, it? Do yeah. your research, just practice and get better and better and better. And I think this is basically the, uh, the message that was going through today's conversation. Mm. Not only that timing, yeah, synchronicity, you just, mentioned. Yeah, yeah, just being yourself. Yeah. Um, and being real yeah. with it and yeah there are highs and lows and sometimes unfortunately those lows teach us very valuable things yeah. and also give us the energy we need to get back out there and to build up from yeah. that and to keep going and yeah to use that yeah. inspiration and create a legacy which matt is doing yeah absolutely so go on Find out about Matt, more about Matt on his website, www.mattwestin.com. Um, and also head over to social media, look for Matt Westin. He's all over there. And again, you know, it's just about get that vibe from him. I mean, even from his music as well. There's so much about him you can learn more about through yeah. his music. Yeah. Again, when he eventually gets back to filming oh, and I'm the movie comes out, movie. I'm really, really looking forward to it. <laughs> you know, definitely a movie right up our street. Yeah, definitely. So go in and find out more. Enjoy that journey, but also take that inspiration, take that message from today's interview and move forward with your skills and your talents and what you want to do in life yeah don't give up on you so yeah. now social media yeah so i've given you the plug for matt weston i nearly forgot to plug in our own stuff but yeah don't forget to also follow us at rhyme entertainment official and also our other instagram is at sisters underscore in underscore rhyme and how do we spell rhyme R-I-M-E. And we didn't go in sync. We went no, opposite we ways. Opposite. We're just going to like bump heads We're together. we going with the flow, energy. Yep, exactly that. <laughs> but again, you know, more inspirational guests. And we just know, again, that you're going to get so much motivation. So keep watching the show. Yeah. And until next time, we'll say ciao. Bye. We hope you enjoyed the show. Stay tuned for more Rhyme Entertainment Showcase. You and me go back to those young hell-raising days. Wasn't a rule we didn't break. Just a couple of rowdy renegades when we blew it up, tore it down. Like Jesse James had come back around, getting caught, getting high. I took your blame and you took mine, saying,
Download the BetMGM Sports app and place a $10 Moneyline wager on any NBA playoff game to win $200 in free bets if either team hits a three-pointer. Use code CHAMPION200. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. 